Hello and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, Day 12. A dozen days, two hours of intense focused work you've committed to your writing. That is so cool. It's a real achievement and I mean it when I say you have every right to congratulate yourself on how far you've come. You're planting seeds and who can say how long they'll take to grow or what kind of fruit they'll bear. I should say, because I haven't mentioned it until now, but it's worth paying attention to your dreams this week and over the next few days. I find when people start doing lots of intensive free writes, it's like you're sort of injecting your unconscious mind with steroids or to use a slightly less macho analogy, it's it's like you're visiting the duck pond every day with a bag of breadcrumbs and on day one you chuck some in and a few ducks come. Day two you throw the crumbs and a few more ducks turn up. Day five you're scarcely into the park when this great congregation of ducks, swans, seagulls, pigeons and tiny little robins all come surging towards you expecting food because you're the person who always has the breadcrumbs. Now, whilst I would never want to commit the grievous neuroscientific folly of anthropomorphising individual areas of your brain and investing them with agency, we can say with a kind of semi-accurate shorthand that there are parts of your mind that actively want to come up with ideas, that want to speculate and hypothesise and produce. You can get pleasure from the activity once you stop inhibiting it. So the downside to that or not really a downside, just an unintended consequence, a little side effect, is is that once you turn the inspiration spigot on, it is on. So you may find yourself staring at an elderly lady on the bus and making up an elaborate life story for her. You may get a whole idea for a novel at 3am. Your dreams may become more vivid. You may remember them more. They may take on a somewhat gnarly quality they've hitherto lacked. I woke up with the fragment of a dream two nights ago, just the tail end of a much longer thing, and all I could remember was I'd dreamt about this secret facility, this lab or centre called called Calico, but but Calico with an E on the end, like like toe, and and they'd been doing some kind of experimental training on people back there in the 60s or 70s, and all I could remember was a line from a textbook about this sort of legendary, but not very well-known place this facility which said quote what you have to remember is there were people there who desperately needed their brains fried end quote and needed was italicized in the dream i don't know what any of that means and it might not be particularly resonant to you other people's dreams scarcely are but it's ever so slightly lingered with me i think the ambiguity of dreams their inherent meaninglessness and the questions that they leave right with these big semantic lacunae Gaps that aren't explained make them great fodder for kicking off little writing exercises. It's like your brain starts automatically throwing ropes across the great chasms between ideas, trying to build bridges and and lash these great continents together and connect them into some sort of coherent Pangea. So so today I'm going to ask you to do another free write. That's what I'm sort of dirdling around the edges of, because we're building up our tolerance and conditioning the mind so you too start to get odd nocturnal hallucinations and and you know more importantly just doing some exposure therapy when it comes to making mistakes i still think that is so important if you can get comfortable in the free writing space where your words come out weird and awkward and oftentimes emotional any perfectionist tendencies will start to wither because you will realize you don't need them anymore we learn through doing this is training because I can give you all the theory in the world but unless we turn up and actually practice and get sleeps in in between we won't change. So 10 minutes writing about absolutely whatever comes to your head as a free write. Could be fiction, freeform, whatever, no deleting, no backtracking, be as cliched, derivative, sentimental, rude, messy and incoherent as you like. Just keep that pen moving. Are you ready? Go.
And that's it. That's another full on 10 minutes of training in the bag. How was it today? What have you ended up writing about? Any moments in there that catch your eye? Turn of phrase that interests you? Anything surprising? I hope I've done enough so far that you'll trust me a bit on this. I know it's a leap of faith to ask you to come back to the free write and repeat it, though. No one ever really does the same free write twice. But it really is where I see writers make the biggest gains uh, and and just build up some of the tolerance and stamina that's going to help in exercises later on. And, and even if you don't enjoy the free writes themselves, you can still make invisible growth. Um, it's a, just a form of exposure therapy, as I've said. It lets you experiment. It takes some big stylistic risks or just see what your thinking looks like as you transcribe it. And it, it just feels very different to our normal way of engaging with fiction writing and trying to get it right, you know, treating the page as something sort of holy and revered and sacrosanct. If you've got quite a strong inner critic, you might find yourself rebelling against this exercise a little bit. And that's OK. I definitely have that tendency myself. I struggle with my writing so much. Um, but for now, just notice your reaction, whatever it is. Right. I think we're done here. Thank you for your hard work. And I will see you tomorrow. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.